Now, wait a minute. <laughs> How did that song get in there? I mean... Mm. Blameless. That, I love that, the way God does that. <clears throat> that was not something that we added based upon what Ray has been teaching on here on Second Passover. That song just happened to come up on the playlist. Appropriately timed. At, mm -hmm. that, at that moment. Blameless. From Dara McLean, it's Victor 91.5, Reisenstein, David and Leanna, Ray Haynes in, teaching on something that, well, you may never have heard about. Yeah. And I had never heard about it. Second Passover. Yeah, unless you are one that really studies these things, you probably haven't heard of Second Passover. It's one of those things that just flies right over you. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we get ready to begin this second piece here, uh, we're going to share. Usually we put these up, and they're on the podcast, and they're on the blog, and we try to put them all over the place. We're doing maintenance on the site right now. So and hopefully we'll have that wrapped up today. It's been, obviously, since Friday we've been working on that. So well, God willing, that will be up today soon. And the blog, I'm not sure why that's down. I might have a server down or something. So as soon as Austin wakes up, we'll get that done. And uh, so well, I guess we'll, we'll share this on Facebook, we'll, right? We'll post this on the Victory and the Risenstein Facebook so pages. You'll, you'll have a link if you'd like. So yes. <laughs> then we'll get it on all the other ones as soon as we can. All right. So again, the theme of Second Passover is a, I've taken a quote from Seneca from back at the time of Jesus who said, don't stumble over something mm -hmm. behind you. And, uh, and he he was the guy that wrote Agamemnon and uh, the Medea, mm. and uh, he's got access to Google. Look at yeah. that. <laughs> no, no, Did I was just, I, was, I was a Latin major. Oh, that's right. Really? Yes. yes. Look at you. So these are things I studied. He wrote for, plays and stuff for, yeah. for many years, and he was he was uh, I mean, right there around the time of Jesus. Yeah, mm. and he he was killed like so many by Nero. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he mm. served Nero's court, and mm -hmm. that eventually will get you killed. Everything will get mm -hmm. you killed in Nero's court. Mm. He just didn't leave anybody alive. Mm -hmm. But uh, he was an amazing guy. I mean, people have said lots of different things, but you can't argue with that. Don't stumble over something behind you. Mm. And the the important things with this, if if you're one that's going through something, if you had a failure or something that happened to you in your past. The things you have to know is you are not the only one. As much as you think you are, I promise you, you're not the only one. And what you have to do is you have to bring that thing into the light. And it has to be a, a safe light, like mm -hmm. a pastor or a counselor, mm -hmm. so that the light at the end of the tunnel doesn't become a train for you. Because mm -hmm. what happens is the enemy will let you think, you know, I could do this. And you try to do ministry and try to go far. But he always threatens you with the fact that at some point, if you're ever really get to where you need to be he'll expose you yeah. this past failure so that's learning on how to find a way out and second passover is something god did and here's the the scripture for it now the lord spoke to moses in the wilderness of sinai in the first month of the second year after they'd come out of the land of Egypt. So this is literally the second, second Passover. It's the second Passover that they ever had in history. But it's also the second Passover following the second Passover. So it's like a math riddle there. But he said, let the children of Israel keep the Passover at its appointed time. But there were certain men who were defiled by a human corpse so that they could not keep the Passover on that day. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Some they went to Moses, and Moses went to God, and God said, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If any one of you or your posterity is unclean because of a corpse or is far away on a journey, he may still keep the Lord's Passover on the 14th day of the second month at twilight, 
they may keep it. So the first, the normal Passover is on the first month, 14th day of the first month. So exactly one month later. And so the things that are very different, though, and it's fascinating to see how God, you know, rescues us in a very profound way. But the normal Passover is part of a seven-day festival, Unleavened Bread. The second Passover is just one day. Uh, seven days represents a holy walk. It's living in what Jesus has done for us. As we walk in Christ, who is our bread, you know, the manna, or the matzah in this case, the bread of life, we demonstrate this continuous keeping of his feast. That's why you spend a week eating just unleavened bread. Eleven represents sin. The second Passover, one month later, is only one day and you don't have to get the leaven out of your house. You can eat leaven on that day. You have to have uh, a, the regular Passover meal. You eat the lamb and you eat unleavened bread with it. But in terms of everything else on the day, leaven is okay. It's not forbidden. So it's a very different Passover. It's ready-made for those who have become too impure for mm. a holy walk. Mm. Mm. They can't keep the normal feast because life has actually turned them into leaven. Mm. Their choices or someone else's choices have just so made a, just a, a devastation into their life that they just can't function that way. So second Passover is an encounter with God, the, the very God who washes the feet of his betrayer. And you have to really look at all these stories. They're not just stories. They're reality, what God has done. And the God who doesn't shrink back from our leprosy because his touch can make anyone and anything whole. Uh, being raised to life with Jesus means our old leaven life is over. The pain and the impurity have been replaced. Amen. Christ now lives his life in us. That word teshuva is the promise that God it's really the promise from God that the past does not determine the future. The cross can be really difficult to understand right up to the moment it actually meets every need that you have. Mm -hmm. So uh, Isaiah says this, Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. And there are a lot of people that look at their life and they blame God. It's just, how could you let this happen to me? Mm. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed mm -hmm. for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Mm. He does not leave you just hanging out in the breeze uh, in all your agony and pain. He, uh, he became the very wounds that you have. Another thing Seneca wrote was, as long as you live, keep learning how to live. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a very profound reality. There is a, in all, a lot of the things you do in, in, in Jewish circles, one of the things is the shofar, that uh, great trumpet that God has created. It's a means of awakening the slumbering soul. And the, on the different festivals and the blowing of the shofar, one of the sentences in the Mishnah is, awake sleepers from your sleep, and slumbering ones arise from your slumber. Examine your deeds, remember your creator, and do teshuva. And which is to say that if you could look at your life now, the reality is you you are you were just sleeping. And this is just like a mm -hmm. dream that God can wake you out of. It's not your this failure and this stuff that's happened to you and your sin is, is not your destiny. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be just like waking from a very bad dream and you go, that was good. <laughs> the root of the word shofar, <clears throat> where that word is taken from, actually means to beautify. 
which is to say, when we turn to God, we're made beautiful. Which is odd because that's what he announces about us when we can't see ourselves as beautiful. He chose us. The God of the universe mm -hmm. chose us. Uh, there is a story in Second Chronicles, a king, Asa, who had was good at times, bad at times. And they read through the words of, of the Bible at the time that they had. And o Oded, the prophet, and it says this, he heard these words and the prophecy of Oded. He took courage and he removed the abominable idols from the land of Judah and Benjamin and from the cities which he had taken in the mountains of Ephraim. And he restored the altar of the Lord that was before the vestibule of the Lord. Then they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord of their fathers with all their heart and all their soul. And whoever would not seek the Lord, God of Israel, was to be put to death, whether small or great, whether man or woman. Then they took an oath before the Lord with a loud voice, with shouting and trumpets and ram's horns. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with all their soul. And he was found by them, and the Lord gave them rest all around. And that's just a wonderful promise because they had just engaged in every amount of evil that you could imagine. Mm -hmm. We really can't go there. It's just that bad. And yet, when they came out of that place, it was with shouts, not just, oh, I feel better. It was with shouts as if a shofar was blowing. Mm -hmm. and that was what God can take your life of darkness and, and failure, the thing that the devil is telling you can never change. Second Passover is the reminder that God has actually made a path, made a way for specifically for you. Mm. Wow. This is mind-blowing mm -hmm. for us and, and probably for y'all listening. And if you want to hear it again or you want to share it with somebody, we're going to be posting it all at the Reisenstein and the Victory Facebook pages in just a little bit. Ray Haynes teaching on second Passover. It's Rise and Stein's Victory 91.5.